good evening and welcome to the Man on Football Show. I am Gav and me, beside me is the man responsible for the music you've just heard to go <laughs> along with the video. Um, it is Paul. Paul, how are you, my man? I'm good, mate. It's good to be back. I mean, obviously, first time on Man On, but, you know, I've got form with day trippers, so it's actually nice to make me come back this evening, mate. Well, this is a bit different because um, on the day trippers, well, the day trippers do certain things. This is completely different. This starts with a jumping off point and then we just end up talking absolute random nonsense um, by about 10 to 10 and then yeah. we all just head home. That's how it works. <laughs> um, but uh, everyone loves the intro. I can tell you that. Like They literally just literally want to, I, I could play the intro on a loop for 45 minutes and we'll probably get more views <laughs> and more thumbs up than I do for actually talking. So um, oh, it's one of those yeah. things um, like Red Steve. Now, Red Steve, I don't know if we um, take his stuff serious anymore because he has been made a moderator on the LFC Day Trippers and I think he's trying to be nice was now and I'm not really comfortable with it. But he says Evening Red's best intro on YouTube. So there you go. Um, <laughs> so it's one of those. But like I said, um, we've loads to get through on the show tonight. We've 45 minutes to do it. Um, we're going to have a jumping off point, which is the worst miss you've ever seen in football and then mm. it's up to the chat if the chat have any weird wonderful crazy funny stories about football bring it to us and if we don't know what you're talking about you need to go and tell us more details um mm. we're going to tell you how uh you can help us and um follow and subscribe and all that so we get to that later and we're also going to promote a independent merchandise producer which we did last week with um we are liverpool.ie and there's a new one coming this week and this fella is absolutely sound as well by the way so paul um nothing fancy on this show tonight it's just me and you staring at a screen a couple of comments <laughs> banging up um i'm not using all the fancy technology that we all have bells and nice. yeah, yeah um, this is very very simple uh Thursday night gets a little bit more complicated but Worst miss you've seen in football, and this came up because, um, it came to my head because yesterday or the day before, I seen the miss from Benfica against Barcelona going back mm. to the Champions League, Severovic, I think was the man's name, and I was like, that is ridiculous. And Painful. then then the, the haunting memories of Ronnie Rosenthal away at Aston Villa <laughs> um, come back into my head, which I still think is the worst miss I've ever seen. Yeah. And I was just thinking, have you got any before I start reading out some from the chat? Oh, God. I mean, <clears throat> I had to rack me memory banks because there's been a few. There's been a there's been a few for Liverpool and there's been a few around the world. I, I looked at it in two ways, actually. I looked at it like really just objectively bad football and then things you wish had gone in because of the consequences of it. Okay. So basically, like, I mean, for me, like one of the worst misses I've ever seen uh, from a... Uh, uh, a Liverpool point of view is uh, that it actually it's it's God it's Robbie Fowler like he missed an absolute howler against Nottingham Forest in 2004 which obviously a lot of these we'll talk about tonight will be on YouTube and stuff but it's like he was at a point there where it was just like how that I mean it was a tapping and you know considering he was the king of tappings at that time I literally have no idea how he missed it. I've got that. I'm still trying to rack my brains to it today, but um, you know, in terms of other stuff, like I, I mean, penalty misses are like a favourite of mine, and I know it's like, how do you miss it? But then the consequences of it, I always go to Roberto Baggio, World Cup, World Cup ninety four, yeah. absolutely smashed it over the bar, like, and again, that would have changed the course of history, you know. And there's so many misses like that that would have if they'd have gone in. There's like you know it would have changed the course of football history in that moment, you know. Would you would you put down the 
um, Perez slash Henri against, I think it's against Man City. Yeah, oh, Would you put that one. down as, a, as one of the worst misses you've ever seen because they tried to be cute and get it so badly, badly wrong? I can't even count it as a miss because I don't even think there was a shot, was there? No, he runs. I think they've discussed this before the game. I'm not too sure if they've discussed I remember it, it yeah. when it happens. Yeah. I'm nearly sure it's Man City. And they get a penalty. Perez is to take it. Um, runs up to the penalty. Tries to just tap it to his, or roll his studs over it to put it six inches to the left for Henri to mm. run on to and score. And gets it so badly wrong. I think Henri forgets what's going on. And it. everyone rushes in the box. And then Perez panics. And I think he tries to touch it again. And then it's like, it's a free out. And they got hammered for it because we're like, look, yeah. it's so disrespectful what you're trying to do. Um, would yeah. that count as a miss or is that just fucking stupidity? I mean, it's both, right? I mean, again, I'm not sure it counts as a miss because I'm not even sure there was an actual shot there, if you know what I mean. But I remember it clearly because I remember on Match of the Day, I think I remember Match of the Day too, or Soccer AM, like one of, one of the more alternative shows, they actually played it on loop with the Laurel and Hardy theme tune in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was just like, what What were you guys up to? Like, Chris Brax says, Iwilumo. Um, miss for Scotland. I remember that. I think right. he's at the back post of Falsam and how he doesn't put it in the net is is madness. Um, I think yeah. it's in a World Cup qualifier mm-hmm. um, when he does it and it's like, how has that not gone in? That's ridiculous. I remember this one as well. <coughs> Giggs versus Arsenal, the FA Cup. He rounds the goalkeeper and sticks it over the box. Over the, oh, over from yeah, the, edge of the box. I yeah, do remember yeah, that as well. Yeah. I do remember that yeah. as well. Now, yeah. did you watch any football at the weekend? Well, I watched Liverpool, of course. Right. Did you watch Arsenal against Newcastle? I didn't see Arsenal against Newcastle. No, I, I okay. saw the City game and I saw like United and Chelsea. Like Bonkers LFC has said, now I had Arsenal and Newcastle on, but I was kind of in and out of the room and I was doing a few mm. bits. Aubameyang from the weekend, he says, and a few people have said this to me, and I haven't seen it yet. So someone's going to have to explain to us how bad this mm. miss from um, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang was because I genuinely mm. didn't see it. I, I was in and out and kind of, oh, it's 1-0 or it's 2-0 and then I kind of left her alone. Um, mm. But someone's going to have to tell me what happened mm. with regards to that. Chris Brack is flying tonight. He's flying in with these. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, he says, and this one is this one's quite famous, can you miss for West Brom against Middlesbrough? Yeah, that's where my mind automatically went to. It's like he's literally, not only is he at the back post, he's standing on the line. Next to the, on the line. Yeah. And somehow it goes over. Yeah. It's like it, almost like it hits him and then it just balloons over the bar. It's so bizarre. Like it's such a bizarre miss. It was a bad one. Chris is back in again. Um, he must have been looking these up. Torres miss at Old Trafford for Chelsea. That's a bad. One. I reckon. I reckon. I know the exact YouTube video he's been watching. There, he's just looked up worst misses yeah. on YouTube or something. Do you know what I mean? I know this because they're they're all in and around the same dates. Yeah, um, Torres versus Man United <laughs> was a shocker. Um, yeah. Says Dazzler, and look, it was it was an absolute shocker. But mm. um, while we're going through a few misses here, if you have anything else. Um, Good, bad, and different that you you've noticed um, in the last week since we've done this show. Absolutely, throw it at us, and we'll have a we'll have a um, we'll have a chat around because last week, genuinely, we ended up with a team scoring one hundred and forty nine goals on goals <laughs> in a protest because of a decision that was made in a game previous, and it just blew oh, my mind. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Stephen Dunn wants an obligatory mention for the Ballon d'Or farce. I think this is down to. 
the Messi win it again. The votes have been leaked, haven't they? Early, and apparently Messi's winning it again, and it's a joke. Like, who would you have? I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a farce in a couple of different ways, isn't it? Because they didn't hand one out last year, and for me, it's like, well, that that was a grave error in the first place. You know, for me, I think there needs to be like a holdover person. I think Lewandowski should have won it last year. And to be honest, I think he did enough to win it again for me uh, last season as well. Yeah. And this this is all like we're in November, we're in November, at the end of November 2021. Is this for the season 2021? Uh, yeah, it's for the previous season. They, so they it's, not, it's not the calendar year, it's the season. 20, yeah, 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 they've skipped it basically. They skipped the previous year because of the pandemic, which I think was incredibly unfair. Okay. Um, it's a bit weird, but I don't know, like... People would argue Messi. People would argue Lewandowski. I don't know. Like it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. Shane Down says it's been announced um, that Messi has won it. Uh, Salah came in seventh. Ronaldo came in sixth. Ridiculous. Um, Jorginho toured. Yeah, um, I mean, actually, to be fair, given the Euros that he had this year, I would have probably have gone if it wasn't for Lewandowski. I'd have gone for Jorginho to be honest, because. I thought he was he was solidly the best player for Italy. I mean, I thought it was also a bit bonkers that they gave the player of the tournament in the Euros to Donna Rummer. Yeah. That was just just it's been weird, weird awards over the last couple of years. It's like it's like the people who are voting for it aren't even watching the same game half the time. It's bonkers like Yeah, it's a bit of a it's it's a bit of um it's a bit of a mad one. Like it, it really is a bit of a mad one. Um, can anybody tell me what happened with Aubameyang at the weekend? Uh, Ash McCall says Balotelli versus QPR. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a Liverpool one as well. That's, f- that's across the front one. goal, and he, yeah. he managed to belt it over. Yeah. There's yeah. been a couple like that. Like Liverpool based is is where we we remember mm. most of them as Liverpool fans. But mm. um, Brian Murphy, um, I don't know if you remember this one, but you may do. Um, if you don't, um, Brian will have to. Um, let us know. But remember, Darren Benz missed header that Harry Redknapp said in his interview, oh, his missus yeah. would have scored. Yeah, it was just an absolute sitter, wasn't it? He was literally just like two yards out with the entire goal, gaping at him. And it's almost as if like he, he knew what he had to do and he just completely overthought it. And it just kind of ricocheted off his little 50p head and just went off. There's something like, how did he miss them? Is it just complete like, take your eye off it think you've you've done enough and it just or is it just a case of you know a bobbled up or because some of them when you see them is just yeah. like wow like how have you even done that like the carney one mm. if you said the carney i'm going to knock this ball over to you like this yeah and i want you to replicate that i think you find it hard to do it Oh, you wouldn't be able to do it if you had a hundred attempts at doing it the exact same way i think from from what i can gather like having spoken to players like over the, over the years, I think there's a sweet spot in terms of like your concentration level, and you either think about it way too much and and kind of shank it, or you don't think about it enough and you have a, a lapse of concentration. Basically, it's when you either over or underthink it that, that then it becomes a problem. I mean, obviously the car new one, it's hard to tell with the angle. I don't think there was a bobble with that, was it? It was just purely was just, down to his foot position, wasn't it? Was it? Just, yeah, it just it was just fired across, and he literally. I think what he does is he tries to just put his foot at an angle just to let it hit off him and go in. But whatever way it comes mm. at him, it just bounces and goes up. It's mm. it's, it's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, Chris Brack says, remember Balotelli's back heel miss for Man City in pre-season? Mancini subbed him straight away and he went <laughs> mad at him. Now, we're on to mad moments. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is going on here? Like, he mm. threw on goal 
and he tries to like do a fucking I don't even know what you call it what yeah. he tried to do and people on the bench are like what are you doing was it it was Jekko wasn't it playing up front room. yeah and Jekko's looking gone what you know what I mean unbelievable like he was just yeah. mad Mario Balotelli but that, but that was Balotelli like at his peak wasn't it that was peak letting his fireworks off in the toilet of his house and being caught on the bench while on international duty playing angry birds when he should have been warming up and all that you know what I mean Yeah, just an absolute nutter but the funny thing going back to that QPR miss like I, I actually I saw it again recently and it it made me laugh because it was like seasick. It was like um, again I'm I'm doing the Freudian slip there. Balotelli looked like the Aldi middle aisle version of Gibral Seasay at that point. Do you know what I mean? It was like and he was another mad one in mate. Like you talk about a player. Like I think Benitez said about Seasay that he was completely uncoachable. You'd give him all the instructions and he'd walk on the pitch and just forget it all of it. It would yeah. just literally. There's a famous. There's a famous mm-hmm. one with um, Mourinho. Where mm. he, they're away, he, he's managing Inter, Balotelli is there, and they're away in Russia, I think it is, and he has a yellow card, and he has no mm. forwards on the bench, <laughs> alright, and he says to Mario Balotelli, listen, you're only yellow, go mm. out, don't do anything silly, we have nobody else to put up front, don't do anything silly, um, don't get yourself sent off, and he goes out in two minutes into the second half, gets himself sent off. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like that's uncoachable. That's actually yeah. that's actually unbearable. That's you mm. know, you, you how you're in these people's um, company all day, mm. every day is is beyond mm. me because I would just lose my mind. Um, but that, but Mar- Mario Balotelli was mad. There's been a couple of mad incidents this week. Did you see the one from? I think it was Denmark, where the goalkeeper. Mm. Have you not seen it? Yeah, I've not so seen this, it. So no. this club in Denmark, I think the Viking was the name. Is the name. Right. Um, they're playing an away game. They were 2-0 down. They've managed to, I think they managed to get back to 3-2. They score an injury time goal to make it 3-2. But their goalkeeper gets into a row with their centre-back. Right? So right. a bit of shouting, a bit of, a bit like, um, you've seen before, like a bit mm. of Grobbler McManaman maybe from Goodison Park. And there's a bit of two and a throw, but the centre-back pushes him in the chest. And mm. then pushes him a second time. When he pushes him the second time, the keeper dies on the ground. The keeper dies on the ground and the ref comes over and sends the centre half off. <laughs> it was it was only on the other day. It was it, it, it was a yeah, unbelievable. And then there was another one um in, in Brazil where Palmeiras are playing. Um mm. and I think they're playing in the Libertadores or whatever they're playing over there, right? And basically this guy is being subbed off. Right? So he's he's beat being subbed off, he's talking to one he's talking to an opposition player who's basically saying when you get off the pitch and He's like smiling and he turns around to walk away, run away. And as he runs away, the keeper, the referee kind of taps him on the lower back as if to say, go on, fair play. When he taps him on his back, your man takes a dive on the ground because he thinks <laughs> that the opposition player has hit him. Um, absolutely, absolutely, utterly mad. Like, um, there's been some a few a few decent ones um, over the last couple of days. Um, Chris Back reckons that Balotelli said he was allergic to grass. Um, <laughs> on the run up to a city away game in Europe, that may be true. Like, you could do an hour on Balotelli. He was absolutely, oh mate, yeah, he was absolutely I'll t- insane. I'll tell you who else. Going back to misses and stuff, you could do an entire hour on his Raheem Sterling. He's had a few. Some some of the sitters he's missed, mate. Honestly, honestly, like there was one against Burnley a, few, a couple of years ago, which I'm still trying to work out how he missed. Didn't he have a bad one in 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 the in Europe? 
he had a bad one in the Champions League. Yeah, it was that um, quarterfinal. Yeah, it was the quarterfinal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, that's another one that had consequences. Like if that had gone in, there's every argument that City would have went on to the semi-final off the back of that, but he didn't. Yeah. Have you seen this, the game in Portugal, forcing a team to play with nine men? Have you seen that over the weekend? No, no, not at all. Uh, but I, I want to say Belenenses are the team. So basically mm. they're playing um, They're playing a game. There's COVID outbreak in their squad. Mm. Um, they're told you have to play okay they end up with nine men they end up lining up with nine men no subs right there's a there's three goalkeepers on the pitch for them one in goal two out playing out, out so they've six outfield players right they're 7-0 they're down or something at half time right I think they're 2-0 down after 25 but they're about 7-8-0 down at half time nice. they come out for the second half nine men I don't know if they're mm. two sent off and then one goes down injured so it means they haven't got enough players so they have to abandon the game but it was like, how is this game going ahead? This team turned up with nine players. Nine. And they were told to line up. Mental. Um, in a game. Mental. Um, which was unbelievable. Here's a crazy moment for you as well. Um, and this is a classic. This is a classic. Um, here we go. Leicester. Penalty missing the championship playoffs. And Watford run down the other end and score to get to the final. Do yeah. yeah. And it's, do, yeah. It's, um, it's the guy that was with Brighton. I think he's with Reading now. Um, misses the pen. Anthony Knockhart. Oh, Knockhart. Knockhart takes a dive. Goes mm. down. I think it's sitting at one all on aggregate. So if he scores, mm. they're true. Um, mm. It's saved by Almunia, I think, is in goal for Watford. He saves yeah, he it. Save, at the time, yeah. yeah, saves it. Saves the rebound. It gets kicked up the end, out to the right wing, and Watford run down the other end, and Troy Deeney scores. And he's mm. in the crowd at Watford at Vicarage Road. And Zola is the manager. And Zola is going absolutely ballistic. Um, <laughs> that's a cracker, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's another, yeah, that's a cracker. It reminds me of another one, actually, which was the, the that mental game against, was it Villa and Leeds? Where Bielsa made the Leeds players stand aside while they scored an equaliser. Oh, yes, yes. This is um, it was a few this, years ago, wasn't it? It's, it's going back a few years ago. in the championship. Mm. Yeah, it is yeah. And Leeds are going for promotion. One of them is going. One of them's really hot in promotion at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, I think Le- that season Leeds end up in the playoffs and get beaten by Derby. Frank did, Lampard's yeah. Derby yeah, after did, the whole. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, Bielsa was spying from the bushes on on Derby. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. And that's a whole other mad moment on its yeah, own. That was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. <as> well. <laughs> Being a bit of a twitcher. So what happens is, uh, an Aston Villa player in the centre pitch, a forward takes the ball, goes down. I think he ends up doing his ACL or something like that or something mm. serious. Leeds play on, but half kind of stop as well. Everyone kind of stops. Yeah. Leeds mm. player goes down the left wing, cuts inside, buries it, does uproar. There's absolute uproar. But Bielsa is going bananas on the side of the pitch. Mm. And everyone thinks he's going bananas because what what's the problem? But he's going bananas at his team. So he yeah. makes them stand aside. But the guy, the centre-back, who's now with Brentford, he only played yesterday against Everton. I know um, you mean it. He's a Scandinavian guy, yeah, isn't he? Can't yeah. remember his name. Swedish, I think he is. Yeah, he he went mental, didn't he? Yeah, he goes mad, and he nearly tries yeah. to stop the goal as Villa yeah. are going down the other end to score. Um, that was that was absolutely ridiculous. That was crazy. Look, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it was bonkers. Veranda cheers. Um, he's going back the years, but let's have a go. And if we can't, uh, if we can't work it out. You can tell us. Can anyone remember the Argentina versus Colombia group match in '99, Copa America and Palermo? Oh yes, misses three penalties in the one match. Do you remember that? 
No, I don't. I've not been watching the South American football, but oh that, that's my god, yeah. Um Palermo, three penalties. Misses all three of them in the in, in Pontus the game. Jansen Pontus was the Jansen. guy from yeah, Leeds there, Stephen Dunn's just going there. Um yeah, I do remember that for Andy Chase and it was like they're letting him take he takes one and misses it. And you're thinking, mm. okay, maybe give him the second one and he misses it. And then they go for a third <laughs> one. And then we're like, no, you're not giving him the third one. You simply cannot be and giving give him the third the one. He, they give him the third one oh, and he misses it. I think, I think he might I think he might sky two of them. Um, Veranda Cheese, let me know if he skies two of them because mm. I'm nearly sure he skies two of them. If I if I if I remember right. Um but it was it was unbelievable. Um <laughs> and the, actually the follow up to this from Laura Duffy is, is brilliant yeah it's brilliant the best yeah. part of Spygate was Bielsa doing a press conference basically explained to everyone in the championship how to beat Derby so <laughs> so the, the story the story behind that was the story behind that was is that he gets caught and um, he, he, there's a press conference called and they yeah. think he's going to come on and he's going to say, look, I'm really sorry for spoiling Derby County. And instead, he just pulls a PowerPoint up and goes, listen, when I was spying, this is what I found out. And Derby go bananas over it. Absolutely and, uh, amazing. It was so fucking yeah. good. It was so I think he good. said in that press conference, didn't he, my only crime was getting caught. Yeah, yeah. He's so mad. Yeah. He's so yeah. mad. And, and like, he's, they're in trouble, Leeds, for me um, this season. Because um, I think they're being found mm. out a little bit. And mm. I think... The years of running hard is, is starting to show on them. Yeah, I but, agree. Um, it, it it was uh, he was he didn't give a shit, Paul, did he? No, he no, and he care. still doesn't. No, he, he still, still doesn't. doesn't. No. But that's a South American thing. It's like you know that 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 is South American football culture in a nutshell. That it's like you do whatever you have to do to win, and the only crime is getting caught. Yeah. And in fact, that's the only thing that you should be sorry for is the fact that you were too stupid enough to evade capture. It was uh, uh, just absolutely unbelievably good. Um, absolutely and like, he's brilliant. there for ages. He's, he doesn't come mm. on and just go. Oh, no, it. yeah. He goes I watched it. I saw thing. the Excel spreadsheets were yeah, unbelievable, man. It was so man. good. It was so it was good. Like, it was like watching somebody play like football manager on expert level. Do you know what I mean? And explaining the entire approach. Like, it was amazing. And and then Stephen Dunn follows that up. And we, we're on to Bielsa, so we're down that rabbit hole. So let's keep going. Mm. Isn't there another one where instead of all the speculation, Bielsa just announced yes. the start at 11? Yeah, I about three days before that. the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mourinho used to do that as well, didn't he? And he used to predict the other team's first 11s as well. And more often than not, he was right. Yeah. I'd, like, just lunacy like but but him yeah. being but him spying and and stuff like that like we were talking last week about mad moments like um peter adam wingy uh oh god sitting yeah. outside qpr just waiting for that transfer that was never gonna happen so <laughs> if you if you have any um if you have any mad wonderful moments that you can remember um mm. absolutely throw them in there i'm trying to think of more terrible misses as well yeah um yeah but, but there's been loads like the- oh mate there's too many to choose from like there's absolutely too many to choose from there was a there was a storage miss against Chelsea I think it might have been either in the FA Cup or League Cup and it was just absolutely incredible because he did he did like it's typical storage he did the hard bit absolutely fantastically rounded the keeper all he had to do was nudge it in and then he just absolutely ballooned it wide like um, Veranda Chase says the first two Palermo penalties were over the bar I knew he scored them and the third one was straight yeah, down the keeper. Just, just, just decided <laughs> not to put it left or right. Most um, predictable thing ever. Yeah, exactly. Pierre Jones has owned up to his mistake here, and I'm, I'm proud of him mm. for it because he said um, he was giving me a bit of, giving me a bit of um, a line there. 
Yeah, he was giving me a bit of abuse, but he says the biggest miss of the night is being the force to tune in and wait for the start. Call you out for missing the start time and then realize all I needed to do was refresh my page. <laughs> um, Peter Still Jones sporting a picture of our very own uh, Shawnee um, in his um, profile pic. Um, I'm not too sure how Sha- that'll go down with Shawnee. Um, <laughs> Let me see. James Milne has one here. You're going to have to explain this a bit more to me because it doesn't ring any bells with me. Um, Parma manager kicking the opposing manager up the arse. Brilliant. Don't remember that. Don't remember that. Um, You'll have to. You'll have to give me more on that. Um, That reminds me of a of that mad Paolo Di Canio moment when he pushed the referee over. Yeah, we were talking about that last week, and somebody mentioned Paolo Di Canio earlier about. um, wasn't he doing? Remember, he was sliding on pitches and everything after winning games and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, Sunderland yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah that's um, right. Yeah, yeah. But that was yeah. mad. I was the whole Sunderland thing. Was when mad. he, um, yeah, the whole Sunderland thing was mad. Didn't he? Didn't he get in trouble once for like booking a referee or something? Like he picked a yellow card up and then Gascoigne gave, did. gave him gave the referee yellow card. Oh, Gascoigne did, but then didn't another player do that? And then the referee subsequently booked him for it because he didn't see the funny side. Well, I know Gascoigne gets booked for. It. When he's, he's, oh, it might have been him then. Yeah, he's at Rangers yeah. and he's running mm, back from it. a corner it, yeah. and he notices the ref thing and he just picks up the card and stands there and does that messing and the ref turns and, and books him for it. Like, mm. how are you booking? How, how are you like, how are you booking a fella like for that? Um, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any any more. I don't want to. I don't want to miss. Um, Tom Bowler missed a flight once. And trust me, the rest of the day was terrible <laughs> listening to his missus, which is fair enough. Right. So we're opening this out from just football into just oh, like anything you want. in life. Yeah, then. anything you okay. want. It's, we, right. it's basically, it, the, the motto of this show is 45 minutes of tangents, so it can go anywhere <laughs> at all. Um, right, fair enough. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of some... Somebody said to me, and, and I can't remember this at all, Ronaldo against Sheffield United a miss yes. going back to 06 or yes. 07. Can that you remember was that? Bad. I remember that. Yeah, that was terrible because again, it was such it was so well worked and it comes across to him. And it's that classic thing, isn't it? A lot of these misses tend to happen when they're squared yeah. into the six yard box. And it was it was actually in its own way, it was actually worse than the Carney one because Ronaldo's got all the time in the world. He sees the ball coming to him. He's got time to set himself up and he still manages to absolutely spoon it over the bar. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just a lack of concentration. I, I genuinely mm. do. Um, bonkers. Mm. Um, bonkers is talking to us here. About yes. Suarez handball, yes. red card, and Guyane misses the penalty. Yeah. In 2010. Yeah. yeah and Suarez in the tunnel celebrating. Absolutely <laughs> going ballistic. Like, that's yeah. like a miss wrapped up in a mad moment, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But that's, again, that's another one of those things I looked at for like misses that have like historical like ramifications because of course Ghana would have went through with that you know yeah and um I was just thinking about I, I seen two clips the other day one was um do you remember Shearer but uh kicking Neil Lennon I don't but I need to hear this story now so so basically Leicester are home to Newcastle um mm. the ball is on the touchline near near the dugouts Mm. And it drops down. I think Lennon goes in on, on Shearer. Ball goes out playing. Shearer just gives him a boo. Straight into the stomach. Bang. Um, <laughs> and the big thing about it at the time was, I think it might be in the run-up to, I want to say, World Cup 98. Right. And the big thing is, could Shearer get a massive ban here? Could he be taken out of the England squad because of right. this? And in the end, I think they give him a fucking three-game ban, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, what is he doing? Like, mm. just absolutely unleashing on a guy. Um, 
And then the other one I seen, which was horrific, which was um, was it Ben Thatcher on Pedro Mendes? Yeah. Oh god, where that he was brutal. Smashes him into the. That scene. was brutal. Yeah, forearm yeah. smash, like, and I don't know how many games he gets for that, but that was mm. just ridiculous. Those types of incidents always bring me back to a situation that was caught on camera but was not in a game, and that was the infamous Eyal Berkovic versus about it last John, week as well. John Harton. Yeah. <sighs> and you know, you know the story of how the footage came. Yeah. Because they were invited, Sky were invited into the, to video their training or interview them yeah. around their training. And it's, I think it's Jeff, and I want to say it's Jeff Shreves, but yeah. I could be wrong. So I'm not blaming if Jeff mm. Shreves is watching. Um, I'm not saying it was 100% you, but in my mind, it was Jeff Shreves who basically said, um, he, he got it on like a dodgy Nokia phone. He just happened to see this row starting. Yeah. That was like this, my cloudy fucking fuzzy yeah. images that we seen uh, as he was leaving. Mm. As he was leaving, um, mm. uh, unbelievable. Chris Brack says, uh, "Sure, I didn't get a ban." He threatened to um, ah, from England. Right. Yeah, how can you kick a fella like that and not get a ban? Unbelievable, enough. How can you not? Um, unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, Veranda cheese for this him. This is a shout. This, this is a shout. This is a show. And this is this is like if you're talking football hard, man, now you're on it. Um but he says one of the maddest things I've ever seen was Graham Sunes winning the Turkish Cup final and planting a Gallat Hasroy flag in the middle of Fenerbahce's people. Oh mate, that like, is the most Graham Sunes thing of yeah, all time. Yeah. It, like just insane. And the place is gone berserk. And do you think he cares? Doesn't give a not shit. Not a jot. No. Not a jot. No. Have you ever seen that photograph of him bare chested holding a shotgun? No, <laughs> there's a photograph with the soonest at his peak with the with the perm and the muzzy, and he's like ripped and he's got no top on, and he's just standing there with like a pump action shotgun. And it's yeah, just like, as you do, have a go, go yeah. on, <laughs> as you do, mate. But it's Graeme Sooner, so you don't argue, you call him, sir. Simple as that. <laughs> the Pedro Mendes shot at Old Trafford, that's the one where it Roy Carroll. Isn't it Roy Carroll yeah, in goal? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and he tries one, to yeah. catch it. It goes about three feet mm. behind. He, Roy Carroll's hands are touching the mm. net, at, at, right. uh, scooping yeah. that out, and he still don't give it. Well, it was, if you're going to talk about goalkeepers missing stuff, which is a bit of a tangent, then you've oh, got yeah. to go. You've got to go full on Massimo Taibi there, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, you've got to go. You've got to go to that, and then obviously Tim Flowers with the portable diver. Yeah, back in the right. day. But then you have then, to look at Jersey Dudek. Yeah, and then you've got to look at Pepe Reina with the beach ball as well, haven't you? Yeah, we looked at that last week as well. Ah, did um, you? Yeah, yeah. But but go, like if we went on the goalkeepers, like there's there's so many, like there's absolutely like somewhere oh. you're just going. Like I tell you, the recent one, um, David de Gea against mm-hmm. Man City for mm-hmm. Bernardo Silva's goal. How mm-hmm. how is he letting that in? Yeah. Bernardo Silva ba- barely touches it towards him and it mm-hmm. manages to get in the goal. Um, mm-hmm. But there's some, and you know what? Something up here reminded me of something a minute ago, and it's gone out of my head now. But Shearer, Shearer threatening to retire from international football and doesn't get a ban is absolutely <laughs> like <laughs> insane stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like there's just so ma- many mad stuff. Like, and, and the people in this chat remember so much more than me, to be honest mm. with you. Um, but goalkeepers, yeah, um, great own goals. Um, do you remember Lee Dixon chipping David Seaman? Yeah, I um, do remember that. Yeah, and the back pass rule wasn't around at that time. I don't think like he could just. No, it wasn't. Just, I think it came in like a season after that, didn't yeah. it, or something? And he like just that, yeah. he has the ball. He's about forty yards from his own goal, looking mm. up the pitch, and he just decides, "No, I'll turn and knock it back to Seaman here," and turns it and like, clips him. 
left footed mm. as a right back. I think he's left footed, mm. and he just straight over the seaman and into the into the net. Um, but goalkeepers, um, yeah, there's some some mad stuff like David oh, James God, getting yeah. mentioned there, and <laughs> um, you know, but. That's just that's just mad stuff that's gone on. But there was something in my head now, and it's gone out of my head, and, and it was something like that was completely mental, wasn't it? And yeah. it's it's gone now. It really is. But like we could talk goalkeepers, we could talk um Polly Walnut says to Chelsea keeper not coming off the pitch. I think we spoke about that Kepa. Um mm, and that's right, yeah. Yeah, League Cup final, wasn't it? Yeah, who's your man in charge? It was Sari at that Sorry in charge, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um he just he won't he won't go off the pitch. Because they're coming in penalties, aren't they? Did he get yeah, him off in the right, end? Yeah, that's right, yeah. No, he didn't. He, 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 he had to keep him on because he didn't get him off in time. So oh, he didn't get him off before the, the whistle went, so he had to stay yeah, in. Yeah, because he wanted to do the... The, um, the sub. What is it? The Van the Van Hall trick of like swapping yeah. the keepers around for the penalties, yeah, right? that's right. And um, did he win mm-hmm. that? I think he did. No, they don't. Did no. he not? I don't think they won now. Oh right, I have okay. to check it out. I can't remember, but I'm sure. I'm sure it didn't go well in the end. Like, and it, it made them look like a bit of a tit, to be honest. Peter Jones has one here, and I haven't a fucking notion what he's talking about. But I go with it. Um, he says, "Who was the mad Arsenal keeper having wrestling matches with forwards? He was a mad fella. Well, mad, mad Arsenal keepers. I always go to Jens Lehmann. So do I, because he was just a mad bastard. He really was, like. Yeah, so do I. Um. Oh, this Peter is a great Enkelman one. in the Birmingham Derby. That this one. is a great yeah. one. That's a quality one. If there's ever a game to do it in Enkelman, don't do it in this one. This is at St. Andrews where um, it's a throw-in to Villa. Mm-hmm. They're losing the game, aren't they? They're losing the game. Yeah, two right, yeah. yeah. And like, so Birmingham aren't pressing anything and literally mm-hmm. um, it's the Danish centre-back takes the throw-in to him. Throws mm-hmm. it to Engelman, who's standing in the box on his own, nobody near him, and he goes to trap the ball. It hits his studs and just carries on and goes into the corner of the net. And you're like, "Are they giving this?" And they give it because, like, obviously they give it. There's no VAR in them days, but the ref has obviously mm-hmm. gone. No, he's touched it. It's gone in. It's a goal. Um, yeah, that was a that was a that was a crazy one. That was a crazy mm-hmm. one. Um, mm-hmm. Bejan is going right back here. Um, He's this one, to, remember this. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, Tony Schumacher in 82 attempted murder and still stayed on the pitch. Yeah. Um, that's from that's from Woke Up 82 in Spain. Um, mm. Do you know I have a VHS of the official story of the 82 World Cup in the attic? I only seen it. Really? Yeah. Wow. And that's where I remember this from. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think. It's against... It was- it was it was against France. France. I can't remember the guy going through. It was the guy. Was it wasn't? No, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't John Tigner. It was somebody else. I can't remember the exact name of the guy. But like he he was out cold. He was unconscious. Yeah, he's. I'm trying to think. The guy going through because he's like literally true. Where Schumacher is going? Where Schumacher is going is is beyond me. Um, <clears throat> Bejan's mm-hmm. impressed with um. The VHS stuff. Oh, do you know what? I was up. I'm gonna. Here's one for you. I was going to. Um, I was going up to get the Christmas decorations out of the attic, and we've been looking at clearing out the attic for a while because we're looking to get renovated, right? And mm. or convert or whatever the word is, right? Mm. So I've been kind of looking through bits and pieces in the attic, and literally there's a big shelf in the attic, and on it down the end is just VHSs that I've never mm. got rid of. I'll never use them again. Um, bat Batison. Um, Battiston, yeah, 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 that's in Patrick so, Battiston. Yeah, so I've been looking through these things. And I came across, I came across this one. I I know where I got this. There used to be a vi- there used to be a shop near my house, 
where mm. I lived in my mother's house. And basically it was a shop where you could go in and buy normal shop stuff. But to the side of it was like a video rental place. Mm. And I'm nearly sure this this video is or this VHS is called Goal, G-O-L. And it's mm. basically the 82 um, World Cup. And it's all the goals and it's all the stuff. And I think Scotland might play Brazil in this one and get hammered. But they have a beautiful jersey, Scotland. Mm. And I found like... Um, the 1990 World Cup, but it's basically 1990 World Cup based on Ireland. You know, that mm. sort of stuff. All these different VHSs. And I was actually thinking to myself, would it be worth to get them converted? You know, mm. like, would it be worth getting them converted? Or would it be, I doubt they're worth anything, but they're just something to have. And I, I can't bring myself to throw them away. And I must mm. go up and take a list of them for Beijing because he seems to be into that. And if you want the VHSs yourself, Beijing, if you're... If you're not living on the other side of the world where it'll cost me mm. four grand to send it to you, um, yeah. you, you might you might want them. Um, yeah, I've got a few myself in my attic actually. I've got a few of them myself. I've got the um, I've got every goal of the '94 World Cup, right? And that that's a that's a great VHS. That's a great watch. And yeah. then obviously I've got some classic Liverpool ones. I've got the full ninety minutes of the nine nil against Crystal Palace back in the day. Jesus, like oh, I have. Um, but Polly Walnuts reckons that these VHS in the attic are packed behind the pallet of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Good, no, no, I'm not that bad. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. uh, Red Steve says, remember Pierce's penalty. Ah, you, you weren't listening at the start. We are only talking about that. Um, but yeah, like uh, I used to have the official Liverpool history VHS. Mm. It only went up to around mm. 91 at the time. So that's yeah, all it yeah, was. Yeah, I remember that um, one. Yeah. I think one of the last games they showing it I might be Augsburg. In the Cup Winners' Cup. Do you remember Mark Walters? Yeah. Um, Mate, so, I was there. I was yeah. there in, was it 92 or 93? I wanna, I wanna, no, I want to say 91, 92. It was 91, no, maybe 92, 93 because it's a, yeah. I think it's a Cup Winners' Cup game. And I think we, we qualified after. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we won the FA Cup in 92. I was at that game. Mark Walters was absolutely unplayable that night. He was yeah. unbelievable. Well, I think the history goes up. That's one of the last games, isn't it? And, mm. But I used to have that VHS. I knew from start to finish, like the, the, yeah. all the words. Used yeah, to sit yeah, on yeah, all yeah. The words. Jay Whelan's going back here as well. Um, let me see. He says, John Joyle, Declan Keegan in the 74 Jeez. Charity Shield. There was some mad stuff. Do you remember, wasn't it, wasn't it um, Billy Bremner had a, yeah. had a straightener <sighs> off somebody in a... In a they were rough that? times back was that, then, man. Was that Alan, was it Ball? I think it was Alan Ball, yeah. Might have been. Um, he has a he has a straightener off somebody as well. That was that was mm. good. Red Steve says I don't listen to the show, Gav. I'm just here for the chat, which is fair <laughs> enough. And you're also a moderator, I think, so you might have to be looking stuff. Yeah. Um, Miranda Cheese has got a good one here, so he's a cut across you there, Gav. But I've still got the Esso coin collection from the 1990 yeah, World Cup. I did both the England and the Scotland teams on that, mate. I had did both you? of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was that was a classic. Uh, oh, one thing I will say to you though is. Um, the Esso coin collection from the 90 World Cup and the, the book from 94 sound, right? And I remember yeah. the coins. But if you're, do you remember? I don't know if they still do them now for World Cups where they, they'd bring out, um, the news agents would bring out like these magazines every month. Yeah, that's or every right. Two yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, and you yeah, collect yeah. them. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you ever get a chance, I don't know if you'll find that on Google, but Google the 1990 version of this, right? <laughs> I swear to God, it's a ring binder, right? Mm. And it must have, and I'm not messing mm. or exaggerating when I say it has 600 pages yeah. in it by the time you're finished. And it yeah. has everything. Um, it's a brilliant, mm. and I, do you know what? I might still have that. Mm. I may still have that in the attic. Speaking of the 1990 World Cup, one of my favourite 
really, really inappropriate facts about this, right? Do you remember the the video graphics when the players would walk up to the screen and then say their names? Right, yeah. And it was like, it was all real high tech at that time. Yeah. Right. And if you actually look it up, this is absolutely confirmed that if you look at Paul Gascoigne's for that tournament, and if you lip read him carefully, he says a couple of words that I cannot repeat on this live stream okay. instead of his own name. It's absolutely hysterically funny. Um, Veranda Cheese is claiming that that's the 94 book. No, 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 no. I, I'm promising you this is the 1990 World Cup um, ring binder stuff. And um, it, <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. Jay Whelan says Norman Hunter decked Bremner. And then he says, no, sorry, Hunter decked Franny Lee. Um, mm. Who was Bremner having a bang off? Was he having a bang off a Liverpool player as well? And maybe a charity shield or something like that? think so a little bit before my time so i'd have to consult the history books on that one to be honest i'm gonna have to go and um i'm gonna have to go and check if i have that folder because if i have it um genuinely i'll just take a picture to show you the size of it it was it was ridiculous <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> nothing ridiculous um you used to get a little ladyboard book for the world cup yeah, in the 80s and yeah 90s. i remember them as well yeah i'm trying to remember who made this one in 1990 but it was genuinely like it was a proper ring binder and you had mm. all the sections and they all came out and it was the groups and it was it was the first one I'd ever kind of remembered being like that or one I ever mm. collected because I wasn't one for, you know, when the Panini books came out at the start of the season mm. um, and collecting them all. I think I'd done them once and I was like, I used to like reading all the Scottish stuff like Aberdeen's Crest was great. I always liked Aberdeen's Crest. It was like, yeah. like so simple but you, you never forget I get it, you know, the sort of way. Um who didn't Bremner have a go at? Is a very, very good fair question. question from Tom Ball. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, but Jesus, yeah, like when you go back to the World Cup, we must do a show one time on the World Cups and all the oh, paraphernalia yeah. around it. Because go back to the childhood, mate, because they, they were happy yeah. times, like yeah. super happy times. They really were. Like, do you remember? I don't know if they've done it in England, but in Ireland, they had like the World Cup 1990 milk bottles. Not, did you have think them? That, I don't think that happened in England. Well, in Ireland, what he done was when the World Cup was over, because like literally Ireland shut down. We've we've done we've done shows on, on Ireland in the World Cup in nineteen ninety. It was the most mm. I was eight, and it's the most berserk I've ever seen in this country for any sporting event, bar fucking mm. none. Right? It was, <laughs> and you know, some I think of Ireland were in the World Cup semi final now. I don't think it matched nineteen ninety because it was mm. literally we'd had Euro eighty eight. Now we have nineteen ninety. And 1990 was like, this is the World Cup. This is this is the whole world. It's not just Europe. This is the whole mm. world. And like after 88 and seeing what's gone on, everyone in Ireland was just hooked. But it was um, it was just fucking madness. But 1990, I'd I'd love to go back and do all the World Cup stuff. But the the milk bottles when it was over, um, mm. Premier Dairies, which was the, the it still is probably the main milk supplier in Ireland. They don't glass. Glass bottles of milk, but on them was like um, World Cup 1990, the, the emblem, and then all the results that Ireland got in the World Cup. Mm. So they were special edition milk oh, bottles. Yeah. Um, mm. I'll check the attic for them as well. Um, you never know. You never know. Um, yeah. Let me see. Um, Veranda Chase says, I'm right. It was 1990 with the gold and gold section. Um, Batty versus Bowyer. Yeah. Batty versus Bowyer. It was Batty versus Graham Lasser, if you're thinking about that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, in um, the Champions League. Yeah, and then it was, wasn't it Bowyer against... Who batted each other at Newcastle? I can't remember. Kieran Dwyer? 
think it might, yeah, oh, Kieran yeah. died. It was, yeah, I think it was him, yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris Brack wants to do a show in the 90s Italian kids during Golazzo Peak. Um, to shout. Mm. Um, God, I used to love that. I used to love that. Yeah, Tom Bowlin says 1990, the whole country just stopped when the games were on to cheer on the boys. Like, it was, I've never seen that like it. Like, yeah, like, I, I remember oh. it. I remember it, mate. Like, I remember watching that game with the San Siro and just like cheering Ireland on and wanting you to win. Like, it was amazing. I um, I can genuinely remember the the cup, the the quarter, not the quarter final, the second round against Romania. We end mm. up getting to the quarters against Italy, mm. and I genuinely don't know where anybody, all the kids I hung around with, I don't know where any of their parents were. Because basically, each house was a lot an older child to watch the younger kids while all the parents mm. just went down the pub. And, you know, we'd be back when we're back. Um, but there you go. Uh, Veranda Cheese reckons that Napoli and Mars with the sponsor um, is the best jersey ever. We could do jerseys. Yeah. We could do jerseys one night. But, oh, no, um, yeah. But we've gone, we've gone through um, <laughs> Declan Max says, uh, Gav's left is like the National Football Museum. There's just some stuff I don't throw out. <laughs> and you know what? I'm actually, I, I've been very bad with Liverpool stuff because I, the only thing I've kept Liverpool, I think, is a 87, 88 home jersey. Um, mm-hmm. And I might have 88, 89. But the rest of them are kind of given away because as I get older, I give them to, you know, kids that like football, there you go. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, my wife might say to me, oh, such and such likes Liverpool. And I just go, yeah, take mm. scarves, jerseys, wherever it might be. Because mm. at the end of the day, like, I even get the odd bit for the podcast, you know, the odd book to read and stuff like that or promote. And I give it around to um, a cousin of mine. You know, he's, mm. he's a big Liverpool fan. I dropped him around because I know he'll read it and I know he'll look at it. And, whereas I just end up putting them to the side and, and don't do that with him. I'd rather them... Um, I'd rather than do it like that. Right, we've two minutes left. Um, this was a mad moment. Um, I should get a mention um, from Jay Whelan, so we'll finish up with this. John Aldrich and Jack Charlton in for oh, uh, 1994, Ireland against Mexico in Orlando. It's roasting out. Steve Staunton is like lost about eight stone away because yeah. he was so fucking blonde. Um, but they wouldn't let him on the pitch after substitution. And he goes mental. And it's all caught on camera, all the audio, mm. everything. Um, Charlton ends up getting a touchline ban for it. And I think Aldridge might get a ban as well. But that was mm. mad, wasn't it? Oh, it was hilarious. It was absolutely amazing. And uh, didn't, he, didn't he score in that game as well, Aldridge? Yeah, he actually he scored. Did, yeah. Yeah. I think I think they lose 3-1. But it's yeah, a very crucial yeah. goal because, yeah. because they only lost by two. The goal difference is mm. actually they draw with Norway in the last group game and get through off the back of it. Mm. And they get beaten by Holland, Bearcamp mm. and Holland in, in the last 16. But it was actually a very crucial goal in the defeat. Mm. Um, so there you go. Uh, Fiorentina's Fila kit, Chris Brack um, wants to chat around. Um, yeah. Avo keeps asking, why do I keep missing 50, um, f- uh, football in the world? This is not called football in the world, um, despite what Phil Casey tells you. <laughs> and across the bottom of the screen, you will see part of the ticker saying, this is not football in the world, um, but it's just gonna, it's just going to, um, it's just gonna keep going on because football in the world is never going away. But this is the man on football show. Paul, did you enjoy that? Absolute pleasure, mate. It's been good to be back finally, mm-hmm. and it's just very easy going. Um, yeah. Talking absolute nonsense and random stuff for forty-five minutes, which is the crack. Mm. Um, anybody in the chat, please hit like. Um, if you're in there and you haven't hit like hit like on the way out wherever it might be um, I have one minute left so I want to just show you something really 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 quickly right so this week we're promoting um, Moving Unit Moving Unit is um, a lad that we know at the Day Trippers um, very very well he's helped us out with bits and pieces but if you look up his um, 
if you look up his Etsy page, and um, the link is in the description, you will see it's video game inspired football merchandise, which is brilliant. All Street Fighter stuff, FIFA stuff that he's made into goals, oh, and um, it's absolutely brilliant. You can see it there on screen at Moving underscore Unit, um, where you can find them on Twitter. And as I said, the link is in the description for both YouTube and audio if you want to go and check him out. He's really, really, really good, and um. He's a really nice lad, so I just wanted to show you that before we go. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah. Um, let me see. Um, I didn't do this for you, so I'm telling you, you can see that and you can't because I didn't press that. So there you go. Um, so that's the stuff there. Um, mm-hmm. Just to give you an idea, if I press nice. this, um, you can see that's a FIFA 95 version of that's the original. Brilliant. I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, my God. God, like so, that's just absolutely like hit my vintage gamer nerves that I need that. Yeah, so there you go. Go and check that out. Um Red Steve wants to know when's the twelve inch version of the intro coming out, Paul. Um we'll have to leave that to Paul. Oh that's... mate, mate, it's uh, it's in production as there is like gonna be maybe a lot more music from me coming for yes. various different intros for various yes. different podcasts, if you know what I mean. Good stuff. Yeah, there is more stuff yeah. coming from Paul. There absolutely is. Um don't forget to find us on Apple and podcast. Don't forget to find us on Spotify and even on Android. Um, all them things as well. If you can do me a favor though, if you're watching and you're on Apple or you're on Android or wherever it might be, go into the podcast, hit review, give us a five star review, tell people it's deadly and that helps us out. Um, please hit the like, hit subscribe. You know how it goes. And it's not only about Liverpool. People think, oh, that's the fella that does the Liverpool stuff. It's all about football from everywhere. Mm. So any major have to support any team, just say to them, listen, check this out on Monday at nine o'clock or a Thursday at 10. And we can go from there. We better get out of the way or Phil Casey and all his alter egos will be after me <laughs> and um, telling us uh, to get off the screen because uh, we're trying to start something on the LFC day trips. But Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks right, a for joining us. Let me get you on again right, soon. Yeah? yeah, good stuff. Absolutely, um, mate. Thanks very much. Paul promised me the best intro music, says Chris Brack. Well, he's done one banger and he's another one coming and he has a third one on the way um, because we're waiting on, on another intro to drop so we can send it on to him. So, um, if he's That's Chris pre- projecting again, by the way. That's yeah. him, like, yeah, doing his own thing in his own head. <laughs> yeah, so um, let me see. Um, yeah, if you want to put pressure on Paul to hurry up with that intro that he's he's currently working on, go ahead, but he'll just tell you to piss off, and he's probably right too. Uh, that is it. That has been the Man on Football Show. Like, subscribe, share, check us out. Thursday, Thursday is um, uh, Oscar, the Leeds fan, coming on to talk about the rise and fall of Leeds from 1998 or nine up until 2004, which is going to be an absolute belter. Talk to Bang you a bit. Yeah. Over now.